This is Find Your Dream Job, the podcast that helps you get hired, have the career you want, and make a difference in life. I'm Mac Pritchard, founder and publisher of MaxList. On today's bonus episode, we're sharing exclusive content from Land Your Dream Job Anywhere. It's our new book that launched February 1st, 2017. For 15 years at MaxList, we've helped people find meaningful, well-paying work in Portland, Oregon, one of the country's most competitive job markets. Now we put all of our best job hunting advice in one new book that can help you no matter where you live. Land Your Dream Job Anywhere also includes advice from many of the national career experts who have appeared on our podcast. Here is Jeff Weiss, president of Leslie University and author of the Harvard Business Review's Guide to Negotiating, reading his contribution, Four Tips on How to Negotiate Like a Pro. Take it away, Jeff. I'm Jeff Weiss, president of Leslie University in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and author of Harvard Business Review's Guide to Negotiating. This is a chapter entitled, Four Tips on How to Negotiate Like a Pro. First, know your whys. People often think of negotiations in terms of their wants. They want more money or more vacation time or a new job title. Being clear on your wants is important, but even more important is knowing why you want these things. For example, Do you want more money to make a down payment on a house or to pay off student loans or to invest in your retirement fund? It's the whys that you want to satisfy in negotiation and the whys that give you more creativity and flexibility in negotiation. Employers have whys on their side as well. There are reasons why they need to protect some things and achieve other things and why they therefore might be more flexible in one area of compensation and less flexible in others. Figure out the interests on both sides of the table, and you'll find fruitful areas for negotiation. Second, don't fall into stereotypical thinking. Often we think about negotiations a haggle, where each side makes demands, one high and one low, and they eventually meet somewhere in the middle. I'm going to ask for an X percent raise, they're going to offer a Y percent raise, and we're going to compromise to a Z percent raise. That kind of linear zero-sum thinking limits your opportunity to find creative solutions that work for both parties. Again, we get back to why. Perhaps your employer can't give you the paycheck you're asking for, but can address your underlying need for money. For example, let's say you're looking for more money for tuition to go back to school at night. Your employer may be willing to directly cover your tuition, provide you with a low-interest loan, or put you on an assignment and with a mentor who might be able to help you develop the desired knowledge or skills. The trick is to share your interests and then get creative on how to fulfill them. Instead of haggling, aim to engage in joint problem solving. Start with brainstorming. How might we get this done? Try to develop many possible solutions or what we often call options. Invent first, evaluate later, In the end, you may find that where you end up actually provides you with more value and interests even better met than what you originally had in your head as your opening request. Third, avoid emotionally driven ultimatums. People can get reactive during a negotiation. Your manager might say, this is the most I can do. Or if you don't like it, you can look somewhere else. Or we've never done that before. 
these kind of comments aren't always meant to be tactics or dirty tricks, but they can often feel that way. Don't react in kind. Instead, take a step back. Think about what the person is saying and respond with good questions. For example, if your manager says, we've never done it that way before, or we've never paid that much, you might constructively respond, is that so? Has no one here ever gotten a raise? Ever been paid this much? Truly no one? Don't let them off the hook, but wait for a response. If there's been exceptions, ask what have those exceptions been? What were the reasons for those exceptions? Ask questions that explore both parties' interests and also, as much as possible, get at objective standards. Press for past practices, precedents, objective criteria, relevant data, and fair processes. If you want to change the game, one very effective way to do so is to move the conversation from what one should do, that which is subjective, to what one ought to do based on something objective. Fourth, take the lead. More than half of people in a negotiation wait for the other party to go first and then shape their approach to what that counterpart does. Don't make this your default. By starting the discussion, you have the opportunity to frame the discussion in a positive, constructive way. Rather than throwing out competing numbers in an emotionally charged haggle session, you can have a constructive conversation around interests, options, and objective standards. Leading the conversation in this direction benefits you, not only in terms of outcome, but also in demonstrating to your employer that you're a skilled negotiator and problem solver.